this or that. But uh, actually, in fact, our true eternal self is who? Who are we? Who are we? Souls. Spirit souls. And a soul is what? Or who? Maham vipro nachanarapatir napi vaishyau nashudro. Sanya Mahaprabhu says. And this is Bhuta Shuddhi before we do <coughs> any service before reading the Bhagavatam, we say Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. It also means not tamas, not rajas, not sattva, but vasudev, a level of consciousness, transcendental, nirguna. No body, no designation, no ego, no false ego. And before the worship, we have Buddha Shuddhi Mahamipro. I'm not a Brahman, but I'm not a Shudra, but I'm not a Kshatriya, but I'm not a Vaishya, but I'm not a... Who else is left? Vaishya, Kshatriya, Shudra, Brahman. Four. <laughs> then Nahamvarni, Nahamvarni, I'm not a uh, Brahmachari. Nahamvarni, Nacha Grihapadir, but I'm not a Grihasta. Novanasto Yatirva, but I'm not a Vanaprasta, but I'm not a Sanyasi. So who am I? Kintu, Kintu, Prodyan, Nikhila, Parama, Nanda, Purna, Amrit, Abdhir. Abdi, you know what's Abdi. Abdi is ocean. Abdi, and this is a perfect, uh, full ocean full of Amrita. Purna, Amrit, Abdi, uh, who is Nikhila, Parama, Ananda. This is nectar which is perfect, supreme, ultimate Ananda. You also know what's Ananda. And this supreme ultimate Ananda bliss is Gopi Bharto. So not of him and not of his lotus feet. I'm a servant. But of whom I'm a servant? Nikola Purnamritabhe, Gopi Bhartu, Padakamalayor, Dasa, Dasa Nudasa. Of a servant, of a servant, I'm a Anus, Anudasa, some far removed servant. So that's the true ego. That's the true ego. Somebody told me, no, Sharaba Prabhu in, in the temple yesterday. So he, he said that some devotee, when he's asked, How are you? How are you? He replies, I am very, very small. <laughs> How are you? I'm very, very small. <clears throat> and if I'm very, very small, then if I'm small, then also my problems are very, very small. <laughs> so sometimes we are in this body, and this body has problems. But we are very, very small inside the body. Transcendent. Krishna servant. Very nice theory, right? <laughs> Very nice philosophy. Krishna <laughs> Dharam from Vrindavan. Some esoteric picture of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu.
Thank you very much for being here. Do you know? Have you heard about um, Ashwamedha Yagya? You know that Yudhishthir performed three Ashwamedha Yagyas after the war of Kurukshetra. He didn't want to rule, and then Bhishma uh, convinced him. Uh, there's a, a big um, <coughs> section of the Mahabharata, Moksha Dharma, uh, Shanti Parva, and uh, Anushasana Parva. So. Shanti Parva, this is very philosophical. Lot, lots of philosophy. And uh, Anushasana Parva is more for the kings, how to rule, and um, all kinds of uh, practical things. <clears throat> Interestingly enough, Krishna mentions this in the uh, 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. When uh, Uddhava asks him about philosophy, is what we are now reading in Iskon uh, DC Potomac <coughs> Temple, uh, beginning chapter 24 of Canada 11. So that's called Sankhya Yoga. So um, Krishna quotes uh, Bhishmadev. Yes. oh yeah, what you are asking uh, was explained by Bhishmadev in Mokshadam. So I will tell you about that. So Krishna quotes his devotees. And very, uh, he likes to quote the voice. <laughs> he likes his voice. <clears throat> so, um, we know that Indra became Indra, our Indra. Uh, his name, anybody knows what, how our Indra, what's the name of our Indra? Yeah, I always, yes, I, I, to me it sounds like it's too much. <laughs> but probably for those there in the back, it sounds just about right. I don't know. It's a good system, I think. Uh, some, this, uh, yeah, it's both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <my> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Puranda. Puranda, one of the names of uh, Indra. And. Uh, <clears throat> Is also called Shata Kratu. Shata Kratu. Kratu? What was what's the meaning of Kratu? We know. That's, uh, it, it's there in the ninth chapter of the Gita. That's a sacrifice. Shata. And Shata means? hundred. A hundred. So by performing a hundred sacrifices, he became Indra. So you do a hundred sacrifices, you can be Indra. So that's why he stopped Pritu from uh, finishing his Ashwamedha uh, Yaga uh, number 100. But it's a very complicated sacrifice. The last attempt was done in 1776 by King Jai Singh, uh, I don't know, this, the fifth, the seventh, I don't remember which exactly, in Jaipur. So that's 300 years ago, almost. Uh, the last even attempt to, to do one. It's complicated. It's very complicated to do. But Skanda Purana says that all of you, by coming here, uh, with each step, get the result of performing each step is the, is the result of one Ashwamedha Yagya. So 
so you can uh, check is there a vacancy for Indra's post somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I went to, to, to hear about Bhagavatam. <laughs> <clears throat> and I think that if you drive in a car, then it should be uh, quadrupled, right? Four wheels. <laughs> I'm thinking how to calculate uh, uh, the traffic jam if you're standing. I think it should be increased. <laughs> Even though you're standing, but uh, the tapasya is more, I think. Hmm? Sacrifice is more if you're standing in the traffic jam. I don't know, how, what do you think? How do you calculate probably every second, right? You, and then four wheels, then you quadruple Ashwamedha. <laughs> of course, it depends how much you swear and curse also. <laughs> and uh, whether you actually remember that we are going to uh, talk and hear about Krishna. So, Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam is very uh, special. Srimad Bhagavatam is a, a special blessing. So, <clears throat> Skanda Purana. Practically all the Puranas, many Puranas give wonderful glorifications of Srimad Bhagavatam. But there is one very famous Padma Purana in glorification about Bhakti and her two sons, uh, Jnana and Vairagya, who are old and weak. In Vrindavan they survive, but they're old and weak. Uh, until Narada Muni recites Srimad Bhagavatam. So they become young and energetic by Srimad Bhagavatam, hearing Sri Bhagavad Katham. That's from Padma Purana. But Skanda Purana gives a, a, a another Bhagavad Mahatmya in uh, Vaishnava Kanda. Very beautiful Bhagavad Mahatmya. So it describes uh, a very beautiful story about Krishna's queens after uh, Krishna's departure. So you may have uh, read that uh, Arjuna, Krishna asked Arjuna to bring the queens to uh, Indraprastha. And uh, uh, they were then in uh, Mathura. So in Indraprastha, who was the ruler? Yudhishthir, after Yudhishthir? Pariksha. yes. And uh, in Mathura, who was the ruler? Krishna's grandson? Vajanat, yes. He's the one who installed uh, uh, the famous deities, Madan Mohan, yes, who is now in Karoli. Then uh, he, he wanted to install the deities of Krishna. He recovered the places. He went around Braj. And uh, he was asking where Krishna performed this lila, where did he kill uh, Aghasura, where did he kill Arishtasura, and so he put temples, and uh, where did he dance on the heads of Kaliya. Would you like to see how Krishna dances on the heads of Kaliya? On one hand, it sounds like fun, right? Sparkling heads, yes. And uh, he tries to raise the hood and Krishna puts his foot there and yes, but if you love Krishna, Krishbasis didn't like it. <laughs> but aesthetically it probably looks very beautiful. In Brihad Bhagavatamrita, of course, we hear that even in Goloka Vrindavan, Krishna Loka, 
sometimes they have Kaliya, but uh, then Krishna conquers Kaliya. He doesn't kill Kaliya. And in Goloka Vrindavan, he uses Kaliya uh, as a boat to swim in Kaliya Hrada in, uh, in the Yamuna with the gopis. He takes the, uh, like your daughter had this shawl. I don't see your daughter here with the shawl. So he took, took uh, shawls of the, I forgot, was it Nagapatnis or the gopis? I think Nagapatnis. And he threaded through uh, the nose of, uh, of uh, Kalia, like you control a horse. And he used Kalia as a, as a uh, boat, speedboat, not, not a boat, speedboat. <laughs> and he was saying in the demon, that's Brihad Bhagavatamrita by Sanan Gosani. <clears throat> so you can see even demons have some, uh, some purpose there. <clears throat> so uh, Vajanab was discovering these places. He was asking where, uh, what was happening. And uh, he, he was establishing the deity. So Madan Mohan, you, you know, the, the three famous deities. What are the, what are the three famous deities? Shishi Radhamri. Madan Mohan, Gopinath, and Govinda. Shishi Radha Govinda. Yes. So he asked. Uh, the, the last person who had seen Krishna in uh, Vajanab's time was uh, um, Uttara, Mother Uttara. That's his, uh, that's his uh, mother, actually, right? Yes. Yes. No, wait. Yes. Mother, yes. That's his mother, right? No, no, no. no. That's, Parikshit's, that's Parikshit's mother, but not Vajanab's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not Vajanab's, yes, very good smell. Vajanab's... Because um, it's... Uh, I don't know the names for this. <laughs> it's like... Because uh, uh, Krishna and uh, Arjuna are sort of cousins. Aunt, yeah. So some relative, anyway. Still that mother, right? So he asked her and she said, Okay, this deity has... Uh, legs like Krishna, this deity has torso like Krishna, and this deity has a face like Krishna. You know which is which? Uh, we, uh, you may know that uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita uh, describes three tattvas, Sambandha, Abhidaya, Prayojana. Yeah. Uh, connection with Krishna, Abhidaya means practice, and Prayojana is the goal. And three deities rule uh, these tattvas. Who uh, has heard about Chaitanya Charitamrita? Who has Chaitanya Charitamrita at home? Who has read something from Chaitanya Charitamrita? <laughs> okay. Who has read the full Chaitanya Charitamrita? Wonderful, yes. It's... Um, if you read 11 pages a day, you finished Chaitanya Charitamrita in two years. Who's uh, coming to Krishna Conscious programs for two years or more? Okay. <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, the pages there are easy because sometimes you have uh, one big verse, big space before, big space after, 
<laughs> Bengali, and word for word, and then just two lines, one line of translation. Krishna Surja Sama Maya Haya Andhakarya Jaham Krishna Tahanahi Maya Adhikar. You know, without translation, right? Krishna is like the sun, and Maya is like darkness. Where there is Krishna, there is no Maya. Jaham Krishna Tahanahi Maya Adhikar. There is no influence of, of Maya. <clears throat> so, so beautiful, it's brilliant. Uh, so there you have these um, three, three tattvas. In the beginning, that's 14 verses in the beginning where uh, Krishnadaska Rajagoswami gives all the blessings, Mangalacharana, he establishes the truths, and then he begins um, giving all the lila, all the philosophy. You may have heard uh, Bhaktisiddhandaji was giving a class in uh, Dhaka, so at that time it was Bengal. Now it's still Bengal, but it's Bangladesh, <laughs> Bengal. <laughs> and uh, there was a flood. So since floods happen now and then everywhere, right? There was a flood. I think also some earthquake or something. And then, so it was fresh on everybody's mind. Flood. <clears throat> Have you seen some floods? Yes. If you go to Great Falls, there on Potomac, after rain, <laughs> and you can see big uh, waterfalls, and sometimes they even come to the temple. <laughs> I guess Potomac comes to, I don't know, take darshan. So we need to go and uh, tell Potomac, Hare Krishna, so he doesn't come <laughs> to here. <laughs> I don't know. Potomac sounds like he, a he, but usually rivers are a she. <laughs> Isn't it? You should ask some Native, Native American Indian if, if, any, if there are any left. <laughs> so <clears throat> there was a flood, and floods can be dangerous. You may know that a few years ago there was a flood in Mayapur, our Mayapur, and uh, Srila Prabhupada's uh, granddaughter uh, drowned there. She was a, an Iskon devotee, married to an Iskon devotee, and uh, she was just walking on that road. Who has been to Mayapur? Um, you haven't? Do you have a plan to go? Someday. When? <laughs> Maybe for the TRVPL thing? No, that's too far. <laughs> it's scheduled for when? 2022? That's three years ago. Ten years earlier. There are direct flights now to from Washington to. Oh yeah. Yes. On Air India. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you buy in advance, it's not too. It's can buy for five hundred dollars or something. <clears throat> Sometimes less. So there was a flood, and uh, I read that it's very uh, confusing. It looks like, you know, why would you drown? There's this much water. How can you drown? But it turns out that even 30 centimeters, uh, one foot, okay, one foot, yes, one foot of water, uh, if it's uh, fast, can knock you off, knock you down, because it's uh, strong water. Maybe you have experience in. Yeah, in Potomac, 
I'm grateful. There's a big board saying that uh, in the last uh, 15 years, 64 people drowned trying to walk in Potomac. So be careful. Don't go there. <laughs> it looks like you can walk, but it's fast water, especially after rain. And so I read that uh, even 30 centimeters can sort of knock you down. And then once you are knocked down, sometimes people are disoriented or so you can even drown in very little, in very little water. So floods <clears throat> can be dangerous. And Pakistanandri uh, said that if you are in a flood, if there is a flood and you have to run, take three books with you. Which three books? Yes. Bhagavad Gita, Shema Bhagavad Gita, Yes. Then he says, if you can't carry three, take two. Which? And even, even if that is too much, take one. Because it has uh, about um, it has about 400 Bhagavatam verses, it has 50 Gita verses, it has 50 Bhaktivedanta Sindhu verses, it has everything. It has Uvindalilamrita uh, verses, about 30, and all the jewels are there. It's like a jewel box of all the Vedic literature. All the main important as supreme poetry, all the rasa, all the philosophy, everything is there. It's a really, really uh, a beautiful book, a very beautiful book. <clears throat> it has Sanskrit, it has Bengali, it has Pali, uh, sometimes, the gopis uh, expressions. So, Chaitanya <clears throat> Chaitamrita. Uh, describes Madan Mohan. It starts with Madan Mohan, Radha Govinda, and uh, Gopinath, which were in installed by Bhajanath in in, uh, in Mathura Mandala, in Braja Mandala. Oftentimes in Purana, when it says Mathura, it means Braja Mandala, because Braj is a little. Not now, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's and Shiva Prabhupada's influence, we know. Yes, okay, Vrindava. But before it was not so known, and Mathura is famous. It's one of the seven cities famous uh, as the um, Moksha Puri, those that give you freedom from material existence. And Mathura is a place, Prabhupada explains in Canto 10, where you just go there and your knowledge grows. Sounds very practical. <laughs> just come and your knowledge increases. Is it practical? Sounds practical. <laughs> so that's Mathura. Vice versa. If here you uh, increase your knowledge of bhakti shastras, that's Mathura, district of Raja Mandala. And if you practice bhakti, then it's uh, Vrindavan in Mathura Mandala. And that's your task to create Vrindavan here. So Bhajanap <coughs> was uh, installing these deities. So uh, anybody knows which of the of the three was a perfect match for the legs, torso, and the face of Krishna. So, uh, Madan Mohan is the deity of uh, which tattva, you know? Relationship, Sambanda. So that's the basis, yes? Is if you need uh, to, to have connection with Krishna, if you need to take, uh, initiate, to get initiation, to find a guru, to establish a connection, to uh, break out of the material world, 
to <coughs> uh, dismantle the false ego. So uh, you need blessings of Madan Mohan, Shishi Radha Madan Mohan. Jaitam Suratao Pangur, Mamamanda Mater Gati, Matsarvasa, Padam Boja, Radha Madana Mohana. Krishna Skaraj Goswami is praying. All glories to Shishi Radha Madan Mohan. <coughs> I am a cripple. I am disabled. I am special needs person. <laughs> special needs person. <coughs> Pangu, Pangu, yeah, a cripple. I can't walk. I can't anything. Can't do anything. Uh, so, you, but your lotus feet are my everything. Um, and and, and mom, I, I'm also uh, what do you call it? Manda, mater. I have manda, mati. Manda Mati means slow intelligence, bad memory, or also, you know, uh, what do you, what do you, how do you call it nowadays? Mentally challenged. Hare Krishna. So nobody will say I'm mentally challenged, but Krishna's courage goes and say I'm mentally challenged. <laughs> I have trouble <coughs> understanding you and developing Krishna consciousness. So please um, bless me. Please give me a blessing. So, they are establishing. So uh, these deities have legs like like Krishna. And uh, who has torso and face like Krishna? Exactly, according to Uttara. Anybody knows? Govinda has torso, right? And Gopina the face. Yeah. So that's uh, the practice and perfection. Prema, love for Krishna. So they are now in uh, <coughs> uh, uh, hidden Gupta Vrindavan in Jaipur. Who has been to Jaipur? Okay. Also a beautiful place, special place. <clears throat> and, uh, but some of the deities are still there. And uh, in particular, Kalyadaha. Kalyadaha, it's right next to our Goshala. You still have that Kadamba tree, or some descendant of that Kadamba tree. And, uh, on the corner there, there is an old, there is a new temple with a very old deity. So that's one deity stab, in, uh, installed by Vajanap of Kalya Mardana Krishna, Krishna who is uh, defeating uh, Kalya Naga. Kalya Naga is a dragon in Kalya, in, uh, in the lake of Kalya. He was there. So Vajanap was there, <coughs> and the queens of Krishna were there. And uh, how many queens are there? That Krishna had? 16,108, yes. And they said, Kalindi, we are all very sad with Krishna's departure, but you seem to be very happy. How's that? Why are you happy? It's a natural question, right? And they, they asked without uh, Skanda Purana uh, clarifies it. They asked without envy and jealousy. They were just they were saying, how is this? We are all wives of Krishna. Krishna has gone. We, we are uh, feeling uh, grief in separation. And you are happy. This is a good question. Usually when you see someone devotee happy, you will ask him questions, right? 
Maybe you'll not ask why is he happy, but you'll ask him questions in general, <laughs> right? <clears throat> so they ask Kalini, why are you happy? What's, what, what's, the, what's your secret? And this, this is a good question, right? You can ask, what's your secret? You should talk to the boys, right? And we can uh, glorify their service, glorify their qualities, and we can ask Prabhu, uh, Mataji, what is your secret in Krishna consciousness? Or uh, one devotee, Akura, is uh, our, our ISKCON uh, founder of coaching. Gita coach, Gita coaching. Uh, so he he asked me, what gets you out of bed in the morning? <laughs> what is what gives you inspiration, especially in the morning? Yes. In the evening we have inspiration, <laughs> but uh, we see that even our Sampradaya Acharya, Lord Brahma, he wakes up in the universe and it's dark. And he sees the waves, he sees lying in the waters, and he thinks, I have to do something. Who am I? <laughs> you sometimes experience something similar? That uh, you peacefully sleep, and then all of a sudden, alarm clock goes off. And you think, what's wrong with the world? Why is it you know, making this noise? Who am I? What am I supposed to do? Why should I do this? In the morning we are... Because uh, sleep is the function of intelligence, according to Sankhya Yoga, according to Sankhya philosophy, and to Canto 3. And uh, therefore when we sleep, what sleeps is intelligence. So sometimes the body wakes up, the mind wakes up, the senses wake, wake up, and intelligence, buddhi, doesn't. So we are confused. Right? So you need to wake up the intelligence. So that's why we have Japa, we have the Bhagavatam. Brahmaji uh, also has his morning Bhagavatam class. He does Japa, and then he has deity greeting, and he sees Krishna, and then uh, Krishna gives him Bhagavatam. Chaturshloki Bhagavatam, or some other version of Bhagavatam, short Bhagavatam, he has his Bhagavatam class, and then he creates the whole universe. <coughs> So they ask Kalindi, what's your, what's your secret? Kalindi is who? What's another name of Kalindi? Huh? Yamuna. Yamuna, yeah, this is the Yamuna River. Really. So Yamuna is, is she's the daughter of, of uh, who? Sun God and the sister of Yamaraj. Yamaraj. So therefore, it says one who goes to take bath in the Yamuna on Dvitiya. It's actually uh, by Duj. Coincides with by Dunj, right? And in Kartik. And there is one Chat Yamaraj Chaturdashi. So if you go to the Yamuna on that day, Yamaraj never touches you. He says, Who he? No. Don't let him go. <laughs> I can tell you some stories about Yamaraj from modern devotees if you want. But, uh, yeah. Night is young. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So what did Yamuna, what did Yamuna Devi uh, Kalindi say? She said, uh, I'm reading Bhagavatam. I'm remembering Bhagavatam. I hear Bhagavatam and Bhagavatam is Krishna. So by associating with the Bhagavatam, I am not separated from Krishna. I'm with Krishna. So therefore she explained that, um, <clears throat> you know, actually here, right here, at the Govardhan, Kusum uh, Sarovar, there is Uddhava is here. And Uddhava is expert in the Bhagavatam. Uddhava learned Bhagavatam from Brihaspati. Uddhava says there, he comes there, and he says that actually I became Krishna's uh, friend uh, by studying Srimad Bhagavatam. When I studied Srimad Bhagavatam from Brihaspati, I became Krishna's friend. Do you want to be Krishna's friend? So it says that uh, he says by Bhagavatam, you can become Krishna's friend. Uh, who has the full Bhagavatam at home. Wow, everybody. Looks like almost. Practically, yes. Uh, Skanda Purana says, if you have Bhagavatam at home, all your ancestors for many, many generations, backwards, sideways, and forwards, <laughs> uh, drink milk, honey, and nectar, wherever they are, at least. At least, just just having it at home, not even your reading. Just if you have it at home, just have it at home. All ancestors are taken care of. Easy program. <laughs> uh, just contact the another problem. <laughs> he will fix you up. <laughs> yes. And if you do not, it says if one doesn't have. Bhagavatam, that even if one is born in a Brahminical family, if he doesn't have Bhagavatam at home, he's no better than a dog eater. All of them. It's, it's nice all of you have. Here, <laughs> say. So, as Kanapurana describes, so they go, they arrange a festival, nice festival. And they take, uh, so Parikshit goes, Vajanab goes, and they go to Kusum Sarovar. They uh, start beautiful uh, kirtan singing Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. And Uddhava is there all the time as a creeper in that area. There is Uddhava temple. Uh, next to Kusum Sarovar, <clears throat> and uh, so Uddhava comes out in the shining gold dhoti, like lightning, shining like lightning dhoti, uh, bluish, uh, dark bluish, like a uh, monsoon cloud body. It, it looks almost like Krishna, very, very similar. He's a lookalike. It looks very much like Krishna by meditation of Krishna. And he's very happy, and he uh, he give he gives them <clears throat> a big Bhagavad Katha. He retells them Bhagavad, he uh, retells them the Bhagavatam, but not to Parikshit. He tells Parikshit that Kali Yuga is coming, so you go on the 
tour and stop Kaliuga. And he does. So then Parikshit says, but Prabhu, how about my Srimad Bhagavatam? I also want to hear Srimad Bhagavatam. So then he said, don't worry, time will come and Shukadeva Goswami will tell, you will listen to Srimad Bhagavatam from the best uh, source from Shukadeva Goswami. <clears throat> and uh, you will hear the full Srimad Bhagavatam in seven days. So this is uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam we have. 18,000 verses, it's the, the classic edition, so this is Shukadeva Goswami and Parikshit. And then uh, Uddhava speaks the Bhagavatam to the queens and they, they all become happy. And uh, it says that they all fulfill all their desires. So all their desires are fulfilled, they all become completely happy. <coughs> and he, before he glorifies Srimad Bhagavatam, and I just read, re-read, re-read this place. It's very interesting. He, he describes, he says that uh, even Garbada Kashai Vishnu, you know that Krishna has many forms, many expansions. So there is Krishna in Krishna Loka. Then there is Narayan, uh, his expansion in every Vaikuntha. Then uh, there is one corner covered by Mahatattva, so he goes there as Mahavishnu, Karanada Kashai Vishnu. And then he expands into each universe as Garbada Kashai Vishnu. Yes. So, uh, Garbhada Kashai Vishnu is, uh, I, I, I somehow didn't know that he prays to um, Mahavishnu and he's saying, how shall I uh, maintain the universe? And what does Mahavishnu say? Uh, he tells uh, Garbhada Kashai Vishnu, Rishimad Bhagavatam. And he does. Rishimad Bhagavatam, uh, how does it say, every month. Every month he reads Srimad Bhagavatam and by that he maintains the universe. It's quite amazing. And it says that sometimes Lakshmi reads. So when Lakshmi reads, uh, she reads for two months. And it's explained that uh, Vishnu is a little uh, busy with the universe maintenance. So therefore he covers, he reads a little fast and it's not as sweet as when uh, Lakshmi Devi reads. <laughs> so Lakshmi Devi reads two months, and he reads one month. Brahma reads uh, for seven days. So he, he covers the Bhagavatam, and then by that he can create and recreate. And every morning he has a little Bhagavatam class for at least four verses. <laughs> and uh, Rudra, it says uh, Shiva, he also uh, God Srimad Bhagavatam and he studies Srimad Bhagavatam for one year and by that he can be free, Skandaparana explains, uh, from untouched by Tamas and he has the power to uh, destroy the universe at the end when necessary. You may know to liquidate a company is a big endeavor, right? <laughs> <You have. laughs> it's, it's not so simple, it's a big Hassle. <laughs> so Rudra does it. <laughs> Again, how? By Srimad Bhagavan. He liquidates the whole enterprise. Then, uh, who else is mentioned there? Anyway, so Rudra also describes that you can read in different modes. It's, it's very funny. He says that if you make a big, um, very, very big uh, endeavor, a lot of effort, 
and read for seven days, and he says this is rajasic. It's, it's good, but he says this is rajasic. If you uh, cover Shimad Bhagavatam for an, uh, in a month or in a ritu, so that's two months. Of course, nowadays one ritu, we have only two ritus, you know, hot and cold. <laughs> that's uh, stretchable. You <laughs> can maybe stretch a little. <clears throat> so that, uh, uh, he says, is uh, satik. This is satik. So no rush, not uh, connected, not mixed with some other um, occasion or festival, just just study. So he says this is satik. Then he says, study for a year when you forget a lot and remember something is it's tamasic but it is it still gives happiness <laughs> it still produces happiness and it's, it still uh, resolves all the difficulties and removes all the problems in, in, in life and there is nirguna what's nirguna means uh, forever <laughs> all the time so you go Again and again, like uh, we can probably say, what Shiva Prabhupada has instituted every morning in every temple we reach Shimad Bhagavatam. Plus, we we can read and reread, and nowadays we can uh, re-listen. Yes, you can uh, can uh, you can download the whole uh, or copy. I can I can even actually if you have a, a USB three uh, pen drive, <laughs> I can copy. The whole uh, VIHE Bhaktivai Bhaktivedanta or uh, 20 gigabytes of Shikshashtaka reading the Bhagavatam with Srila Prabhupada's purpose. And please give a call to Tulsi from New Vrindavan so that he uploads the full Bhagavatam with the purpose read by Damodar. And, so, and uh, our Kesha Bharati Maharaj is uh, now reading the full Srimad Bhagavatam for the DBT. And of course, we were the pioneers. We have Amala Bhakta, Swami's uh, Bhagavatam, uh, just texts without purpose. But purpose, there's so much, so much uh, juice there. So we can uh, listen and re-listen again and again. So this way, that's, he says, this is Nirguna. So it says that every blessing imaginable you get if you need knowledge, you get knowledge. If you need wealth, you get wealth. If you need health, you get health. Hmm. You take another look. <laughs> Maybe we don't need health <laughs> in that amount. And uh, so, Bhagavatam. Bhagavatam is the is the is Krishna himself. Sri Krishna Parivartita is Krishna himself, and this is the source. And sometimes it's also said, Idam Bhagavatam Nama Purana Brahma Samhitam. So Bhagavatam is one big name of Radha Krishna in 18,000 shlokas. So this whole Bhagavatam is one name of Radha Krishna. It's one commentary, one possible explanation of Srimad Bhagavatam. So Srimad Bhagavatam is a comfort to everybody's heart. Shimon Bhagavatam is very special magic. This is, uh, this is how you can be with Krishna now, how you can be with Krishna here, 
how can you can find answers to all the life's dilemmas and how you can absorb yourself in Krishna Katha. So in uh, 4.9.11, this is what Dhruva, so Dhruva is asking a, for a blessing from Krishna himself. So Dhruva is standing in front of Krishna, uh, Prishnigarbha Krishna. So it's a form of Krishna, Prishnigarbha. And he says, Bhaktim nahu pravahatam tvaime prasango bhoya dhananta mahatam amalasayanam yenam jasol banamuru vyasanam bhavadhim neshe bhavadguna kathamrita panamatta kathamrita bhavadguna katha amrita panamatta You understand this word, I guess. Guna qualities. Katha. Katha, you know. Katha amrita. It's katha amrita. And uh, pana matta, intoxicated. This is one uh, legal intoxication that's recommended. Prabhupada <laughs> is quoted by Srila Prabhupada in the Science of Self-Realization. Until we become intoxicated with Krishna Katha, we will seek intoxication in the material world. And uh, the biggest intoxication, what is the strongest intoxication? What is the strongest intoxication? Huh? Mind? Pride. Ahankara mattahoya. Srila Prabhupada says that uh, compared to false ego, ahankara, uh, all the drugs of this world are like salt and pepper. So, false ego. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> and, and mind. In different forms. The Bhagavatam is the medicine. It's our aushadi. It's aushadi. So this is our medicine. It's not. It's, a, it's not a box. Like Hanuman, he brought a whole mountain with, with uh, healing herbs. So this is, we can say, the magic mountain with all the aushadis, all the medicines to cure our heart, our mind, our soul, everything, and reconnect with Krishna. So. This is the blessing he's asking from Krishna. O unlimited Lord, kindly bless me so that I may associate with great devotees who engage in your transcendental loving service constantly. As the waves of a river constantly flow, such transcendental devotees are completely situated in an uncontaminated state of life. Amala Shayanam. Amala Asha. You may say, that's okay. I would not mind associating with such pure devotees, but he and she, I don't think they are pure. <laughs> How can they be pure? I saw last Sunday feast, he took four helpings of halwa. <laughs> he's, he, he's too attached to halwa. <laughs> but uh, Dhrumara says, Amala Asha, pure Asha, pure hopes. Meaning that you want Krishna. Your ultimate goal is Krishna. So therefore, one uh, devotee was saying that, uh, I th- well, I think it was Sankirtan, if I remember correctly, in New Vrindavan. He said he was uh, on the morning walk with Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada didn't talk. So the temple management uh, organized that uh, every morning some new group of devotees could go with Srila Prabhupada. So everybody had a chance to, to go with Srila Prabhupada. 
and he went and that morning Srila Prabhupada was not uh, speaking, he didn't feel well. But he did still, you can see, he still went for a walk. Do you go for a walk in the morning? In America nobody goes for a walk. I mean, you go on a treadmill, right? You <laughs> <laughs> have such nice nature here. <clears throat> and not many walkways for walking. <laughs> but uh, yes, Prabhupada did. And uh, then one devotee said, uh, Srila Prabhupada, how many pure souls are there? Prabhupada didn't say anything. So then as Prabhupada was going into the car, again he's, he asks, how many pure souls are there? Meaning pure devotees. And Prabhupada said, you are the pure souls. So can, Prabhupada saw all Iskon devotees as pure souls. Because Amalashayana, you have the pure Asha. You know the word Asha, right? If nowadays, if you say Umid, they will say, no, no, not Umid, Asha. <laughs> Correct? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> uh, pure hope, pure Amala Asha, pure, pure, pure hope. So our pure hope or aspiration is Krishna. By the process of devotional service, I shall surely be able to cross the nascent ocean of material existence, which is filled with the waves of blazing fire-like dangers. So these are waves, that, but they are waves of fire. Dangerous, dangerous fire. Do you sometimes see the dangerous fire-like waves in this world? So this is the material world. And he says, I will easily cross. I will easily cross by drinking Krishna Katha. It will be very easy for me. It will be very easy for me. Anjasa. Easy. You like easy or you like hard? All options are open. You can have it easy, you can have it hard. No problem. <laughs> as, as you wish. It's your, your, your choice. So, he says, it, I will easily cross for I am becoming mad to hear about your transcendental qualities and pastimes which are eternally existent. Right. So that's, that's our tomorrow's uh, topic in the temple. Um, qualities of Krishna. Qualities of Krishna. <clears throat> so he, Prabhupada says, this is a fa very famous purport. He says, the significant point in Dhruva Maharaja's statement is that he wanted the association of pure devotees. Transcendental devotional service cannot be complete and cannot be relishable, relishable, tasty. You like tasty? Without the association of devotees. We have therefore established the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Anyone who, this is that famous part, who is trying to be aloof from this Krishna Consciousness Society and yet engage in Krishna Consciousness is living in a great hallucination. Or, this is not possible. From this statement, there's more, and then he says that we can Pana Matta. So Pana is getting drunk, but this is getting drunk on the nectar of Guna Katamrita. And then getting drunk to the extent of matta, like going mad. <laughs> Maybe not in the temple, like 
made it. Okay, a little crying is okay. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, Dhruva Maharaj says, by becoming intoxicated on Krishna Katha, this is how we. Then, then we can also. So I remember in the early days, uh, we had one cook. He said, that, "Adi Purush, are you reading Shrimad Bhagavatam?" And I got stuck on Canto Two. I read Canto One eagerly, and Canto Two, I thought I should take notes. I should do this. I should do that. And you know, it's um, paralysis through perfectionism. You you overshoot your uh, your uh, goals, and then you do nothing. You want to do you know great as the enemy of the good. Hmm? Uh, you want to read so nicely that you don't read at all. <laughs> so, uh, one time you should at least just read, first time. Ram also read three times. So he said, are you reading Srimad Bhagavatam? And then he said, you must read. If you read Srimad Bhagavatam, your japa will be better, your kirtan will be better. Because we know who we are uh, chanting about. Who is this Hare Krishna? Who is this Krishna? And then, you can, and then it gives uh, uh, some qualities of Krishna that you can think of, uh, or that Krishna can uh, can manifest e- easily in our in our names. So this is you can see this is very special blessing by Shiva Prabhupada's blessing. So we know that Krishna expanded himself to dance with uh, all the gopis in the Rasalila dance. You know, right? Actually, uh, that's the meaning of the name Vishnu. Some devotees uh, say Vrindayai, Om Vrindayai, Krishna, Tulasitayai, Priyai, Keshavasya Chav, Vishnu Bhakti Pradedevi, Satyavate, Namonamha. So they don't like to say Vishnu Bhakti, they say Krishna Bhakti. But Vishnu, Baldevi Devushan explains, is also the name of Krishna. And Vishnu means one who enters everybody's heart, one who enters every universe. Every atom, Vishnu. No. Vishate iti Vishnu. Vishate, he's entering. Pravesh, yeah? Vish, uh, to enter, Vishnu. So uh, he explains, Vishnu means he enters between each two gopis during the rasa dance. Because he doesn't uh, dance with each gopi separately because then they would see two Krishnas on two sides and that would be confusing. This way, he enters between each pair of gopis, and then they see one Krishna only. And then, then they think, oh, Krishna is right next to me. He's very sensitive. So he wants to create the perfect rasa. So that's why he's called Vishnu. <clears throat> so he expands into, so some uh, give a number that uh, in this Maharas dance in Kartik, Sharat Purnima, uh, they give a number of three billion, three billion gopis. Actually, three and a half. I was a little afraid to say half, but I'd be courageous and say three and a half. Even though three is already... <laughs> three and a half is half the world's population nowadays. <laughs> but they explain, yes, three and a half. Because he brings that spiritual dimension when he comes. So there's, therefore, it, it's, it, they can fit. They can all fit. And he expands to dance with everybody. Yes. And the Bhagavatam, you can see by Śrīla Prabhupāda's invitation, Krishna expands and he enters each one of your houses. And the gopis cannot dance with Krishna all the time. 
even even very uh, special gopis, there is some days when they can't. Some days they can, sometimes Krishna doesn't come to create some rasa. But the Bhagavatam is always there. And if you have a question, he's ready to dance with you. Then you come and you open. Uh, let's make an experiment. Does anybody have some, some question? Can you think of some question? Just don't say it, just think. Can you think of some question? You have some in, in your mind, yes? You have a question. Yes? Okay. So. Gumpad Hare Krishna Hare You pray. All pray. Hare Krishna. <laughs> I will read anyway. My dear Lord Vidura, when the great sages observed the wonderful prowess of the son of King Prita, they all agreed to give him the name of the name Vijatashra. So he uh, was very kind, he was very powerful, and uh, he was very humble and tolerant and patient. So he was awarded a special title, King uh, Son of Prita. And then Indra was stealing, stealing. Uh, the horse again and again, and um, the great hero, the son of Prithu, chased him again and again. And he chose not to kill him because he saw him dressed as a religious person. It's a good story, but I, I really doubt it has any connection to your question. What was your it question? Is, it is? It is? My, my question was, uh, how can you do offenseless chanting? So, humble... Okay, all right. All right, so did magic happen or no? <laughs> Some magic happened, no? Yes. So, at any rate, I, I'm sure you have this experience. Sometimes you have, a, you have some, some question, you open, and it sort of jumps at you. Who has this experience with the Bhagavatam? Hmm? It, has, it has this. Krishna is very merciful. So, um, he's, he's very eager to... He sends us, you know, bookshelves of messages. He, he loves us. And so he communicates with us. Sometimes we think, oh, if I only could have more association with my spiritual master. Yes? But I remember once I was, uh, <clears throat> I was traveling with uh, 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 our GBC in Ukraine, Iranjan Swami, who is also my well-wisher and Shiksha, Shiksha, uh, instructing uh, teacher and I had a very burning question and I asked him and I said look you are with me you can ask me in the next city okay then after a few days we were in the car and I asked can I ask now and he said look uh, it's very noisy in the car you can ask uh, in the next city then uh, after a few days I said can I ask that uh, my question and he said, look, I'm very tired. You know, you're with me, you can ask later. 
I couldn't talk to him for a month. For a month, I couldn't ask him a question. After one month, actually, only, uh, could we talk about the question? I was with him, right next, you know, like sitting half a meter, uh, two feet away, right behind him in the car, or like in the next room, every day, and I couldn't, I couldn't get the answer. But the Bhagavatam, you open, and it says, Krishna is the ultimate goal of everyone. He's the cause of all causes. Dhru was advised to surrender to him in all respect, respects without keeping any personal ambition. That's very merciful channel of blessings. Krishna himself. Krishna himself. Okay, so this is a short introduction. <laughs> any, any, any questions or points or, or any reflections, comments, doubts, objections, endorsements? How can you mention this yesterday as well in your class? I think it was in the, in the Bhagavatam constant association with your spiritual master or always how can you always have association with your spiritual master even if he's not physically mm. this is what uh, this is Shiva, Shiva Prabhupada was saying was it where did I what, did I read it or did I hear it recently in his class Shiva Prabhupada says I met Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur my spiritual master only four or five times meaning spoke with him but I uh, heard him attentively and I kept his instructions in my heart so I'm always associating with him so there is Vani and Vapu so Vapu uh, is a chance to serve and a chance to hear so when we hear then we can get the main uh, essence of mercy that he's giving through his association his instructions. And if you keep them in our heart, then we are associating all the time. No matter where, no matter how, no matter uh, what situation, we are connected. If there is some instruction, we take, we, we have heard, and um, Srila Prabhupada gives himself as an example. And do you, would you agree that Srila Prabhupada was successful? He has, he has attained some success, <laughs> both in his mission and service, and in his, I mean, any which way you look. I even had a classmate, he's a very successful businessman, uh, millionaire, and uh, I gave him Prabhupada Lamrita, because I, I, I translated this into Ukrainian, so I wrote uh, a story of true success. He read it, and he said, this is amazing. Indeed, this is unequaled success. It's the story of supreme success. He completely agreed, yes, your Shiva Prabhupada, this is amazing. And what does Shiva Prabhupada say? I met my Guru Maharaj four or five times. Meaning he had some, basically he heard preach in English, then print books, like in terms of personal uh, personal instructions. Plus, during Vrindavan Parikrama, he was in the classes. And he said, he, he says, I think I heard this in in uh, that in uh, Gorak, his Gorakhpur uh, lectures. He says, uh, recordings. He says, um, I couldn't understand my Guru Maharaj. In the beginning, I couldn't even understand what he's speaking. You, if you have read 
Brahma Samhita or some Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasati Thakur. So he's using such uh, abstruse, some, such rare words, complicated, heavy, uh, archaic, not archaic, some very rare uh, words that uh, you read and you feel how your CPU is, you know, working harder, 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 harder. <laughs> Which is also good. <laughs> Sort of uh, absorption helps you get absorbed, but so Prabhupada said, I didn't couldn't even understand what I kept hearing, and my Guru Maharaj noticed, and he said he said oh he's hearing, so that's how. So Vani and Vapu. So Vapu, he may or may not have more or less, but Vani, if you keep in the heart, we associate. And you can see Shri Prabhupada has given us uh, bookshelves, bookshelves of his instructions, and. Uh, I think uh, now in in that group, Gopal Krishna um, Maharaj, on for his Yasa Puja, there was a post. It said, "Do you know that we have twenty books by Shila Gopal Krishna Maharaj? So we can, can read or we can listen. There are tapes. You can listen, and then something that touches your heart. If you keep some, some of it that touches your heart, then you are in association." All the time. Right? Raj Kumar Prabhu. Okay, Prabhu, sometimes you use the word devotee and sometimes you say pure devotee. Yes. So what is the difference? Pure devotee? <clears throat> is a more uh, precise technical term meaning that this is a person who aims at Krishna Bhakti his ultimate goal is Goloka Vrindavan, Krishna Bhakti and who has uh, put his trust in Krishna Bhakti as the method that's pure devotee he may not be pure yet so I'm, I tried because uh, pure devotee can mean two things. Can mean one who who has become pure in his advancement, or somebody who is pure by accepting the path of pure bhakti. So you can see, Prabhupada said, all of you are pure devotees because you want you do bhakti and you want Krishna. So in that sense, you are pure. That's pure bhakti. Krishna, Krishna judges you by your values, by your goals, and by your uh, hope, aspiration, Asha. That's how he judges you. You can see very, very kind, I mean, how to say, very encouraging. That's how he really um, judges your, who, who you are. That's how he appreciates you. <clears throat> Somehow we have started using it, or some devotees started using it as just the description of the level. So you say, who is a pure devotee? And then the next one, who is a devotee? You know, but uh, we see that this is how Shiva Prabhupada was using it. Well, even in this purport, he says, so society, right? And he says, he says, pure devotees, the verse, he translates pure devotees. And then uh, he says, so therefore we have this society. And society, that's me. He must be a pure devotee. She must be a pure devotee. And he must be a pure devotee. That's their responsibility to purify me. <laughs> no, it's your responsibility to be a pure devotee and purify others. 
that's how I respond to you. So, who is the devotee? Hmm, thanks for asking. <laughs> Again, what's your ultimate goal? Where is your ultimate goal? Is it in the bank? Is it in the bank statement? Is it in the company roster? <laughs> is it on your uh, titles on your visiting card? Is it in uh, how uh, affectionate is your house and family? Is that your ultimate goal? That's all good. No problem with that. However, is that the ultimate goal? The, the end goal of all goals? Or is it uh, Maybe all of that, but ultimately Krishna. Ultimately with Krishna. Ultimate, ultimately with Krishna and Krishna's devotees and Krishna Loka. In eternity. Where do you want to spend eternity? Like, do you want to spend eternity being a, a CEO of some company? The whole eternity? It's going to get boring after some time. You can. I mean, you can manage a universe, no problem. I can give you a universe. And you can, can give you heavenly planets like Indra, you can manage. And then uh, you can read in Brihad Bhagavatamrita that one day uh, Brahma was attacked by some demon and he ran away. <laughs> and they couldn't find him. He, he, they couldn't find him anymore. So they went to uh, Gop Kumar and said, Gop Kumar Prabhu, can you please uh, serve as Brahma? We can't find him. <laughs> Our, our Brahma, he ran away somewhere. So we can get that, you know, it's all possible. But the whole eternity. Or do you want to uh, be with Krishna? Either uh, as, a, as a friend, helping him uh, have fun as he herds cows, or, or in Dwaraka, you know, helping him have fun there as a queen, or as a gopi, or as a cow, producing best milk, sweet milk. <laughs> so if you have this ultimate goal, if that's your goal, is it, is it in this world or is it transcendental? Is it bhakti? Is it temporary? Is it material or is it spiritual? So if you have a spiritual goal, if you have Krishna as the goal, then that's a devotee. If you also, uh, Trust bhakti as the process, then you are pure devotee. For me, I can share, I know, I can share this experience. If you listen to those recordings from the VHE, on VHE.org, Bhakti Vaibhava Bhakti Vedanta, for nine years I've been asking. So that's okay, but what about developing knowledge? What about developing qualities? What about... Um, developing detachment. Should we work on it? How much should we work on it? Is bhakti, or do, do we just, you know, do bhakti uh, processes? You can, you can hear, it's like in different variations, I keep asking the same question. However, you can see every canto, Prabhupada says something very encouraging. He says, you see, uh, every canto has a preface, and Prabhupada says, 
the book, <clears throat> the reading matter is so arranged with its original Sanskrit text. You can learn Sanskrit actually from just from reading Prabhupada's books. At least, maybe not gr grammar fully, but if you know Indian languages, some Indian languages, you already know half of the Sanskrit. And if you carefully read word for word, you can learn Devanagari. I mean, I mean you know Devanagari probably already. Hindi is in Devanagari. I learned Devanagari from comparing uh, Devanagari to transliteration, just from, from Prabhupada's books. So Prabhupada says, it's so, with English transliteration, synonyms, translation, and purpose, so that one is sure to become a God-realized soul at the end of finishing the first nine cantos. Who has read the first nine cantos? With the synonyms and word toward, okay, purports, <coughs> Sanskrit transliteration. Yes, <laughs> I remember when we finished. I thought it didn't work on me. I shouldn't read tenth canto. I have not become self-realized, God-realized. But then tenth canto was so attractive that I ended up anyway <laughs> going through the whole for such such. Uh, source of uh, nectar and juice, nourishing, nourishing spiritual juice. But then, you know, by the end of uh, the whole Bhagavatam, only later I realized I gained full trust that, yes, bhakti is supposed to be done now. Bhakti is not after you are purified. Bhakti is for now. And you can do pure bhakti now. Bhakti is the process. So, I can see now that this medicine of the Bhagavatam worked on me. It, I, before I thought, yeah, I have faith. Of course, I believe bhakti is bhakti, that's good. But tomorrow, when I'm more purified, right? I'm, now I'm not so I'm not pure now. So then, when I'm, I do some karmamisha bhakti, ganamisha bhakti, then I become purified. Then, yeah, but then after reading, I understood. And again, pure bhakti doesn't mean you throw. Uh, you drop your job, you drop your duties. No, no, you do everything. You do everything. Even the gopis, you can see, they did household uh, chores. Or Prabhupada says in the introduction to the Gita, you do everything, even better. All your duties you perform even better. He gives some very risky, risque example there from Vishnachar Paridak, right? I mentioned it at the end of the class. <laughs> But uh, he says even more, more, more carefully as bhakti. So for focus, so let's be bhakti. So if you can uh, give your trust to bhakti, if you can accept that bhakti, who can who can? Uh, oh yeah, actually you can do this for just uh, for today. Okay? Tomorrow you can change your mind. That's okay. Just for now. So no risk, no danger. Just for now. Can, who can accept? Can you accept? Please raise your hand if you can uh, decide that I, at least for now, I want ultimately to come to Krishna and join Krishna in Krishna Loka. Can you, can you decide? At least for now. Tomorrow you can, if you decide differently, you can decide differently. That's okay. But just for now. Okay? Can you also, that's one decision. 
second decision can you also again no risk no worry just for today can you decide that uh, I give my full trust in bhakti so Shraddha Shabde Vishwas Kohe Sudrida Nishchai trust Krishna uh, Bhakti Koile Sarva Karma that by Bhakti everything is achieved again don't worry today tomorrow you can change but just for now can you decide that yes I will for today I will give my full trust to Bhakti that yes by Bhakti everything is uh, achieved and everything can be done as Bhakti Hare Krishna so you're all pure devotees according to Rupa Goswami according to Rupa Goswami and Bhakti Rasamita Sindhu, uh, 100% guarantee. Uh, I have a stamp I didn't bring. I could make a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> but for today, August, uh, what is it? 30th. Yeah, 30th. Such and such is a pure devotee. <laughs> Tomorrow we have to see again. That's why you have japa, you know, like you brush teeth every day. Right? So every day you read here. We have brushing the teeth, and this is brushing the <laughs> brain and heart, cleaning, cleaning, me. Yeah. To again, really, you may remember. You have Stephen Covey there, yeah? I think he gives that example that uh, airplanes fly off course 97% of the time, they don't fly. Uh, towards their destination 97% of the time. But they end up where they want, where they need. How? Because every time, again and again, they correct. Again and again, they adjust. So that's how every day, we, again, we choose Krishna. Again, we choose Krishna. Again, we adjust. Again, that's the practice. And then, you know, we, re we can reach the destination. Hare Krishna. Krishna. It's a popular name, I, I think. It's a popular name, Rajkumar. Prince. Any, anybody else is Rajkumar here? So we are all princes. Yeah? Krishna's, Krishna's princes. We have inheritance. Krishna. Chaitanya Chaitanya gives this story about the astrologer. Man suffering comes to an astrologer. That's usually why they go to astrologers. And the astrologer tells him the best thing you want to hear is, oh, you suffer for, for no reason. Actually, your father has left you huge inheritance. He left you huge, huge treasure. That's what you all want to hear also, right? That there is some very big fortune for us. And he says, don't dig in south. That's Karmakanda part, right? The ritualistic performance. Don't dig in the West, that's jnana, mental speculation, because south you will be bitten by bees, stinging bees. You know, too many rules, too many, uh, one small mistake and result is lost. Don't dig in the West under the house because uh, there is a ghost protecting the treasure. That's jnana. You start speculating and you know, like ghosts can bewilder. Don't dig in the north, that's uh, mystic yoga meditation, because there is a snake which can <coughs> swallow you. Right. 
Bound, if you dig in the east, uh, do bhakti. As soon as you touch, there is the treasure. And all your dreams, all your aspirations are successful. That's bhakti. That's Chalantra story. So we have this to orient ourselves. Orient, yeah? Orienting. And orient means east. So we all need to orient ourselves. <laughs> and bhakti is the uh, landmark or the, the direction for orienting ourselves. It's nine o'clock. Hare Krishna. Night is still young. <laughs> Thanks God it's Friday. <laughs> still. I don't know. What do we do? Prashadam, dancing, discussion, or all of it together? <laughs> Some more comments, questions? Yes? Desire. <clears throat> yeah, that's the second truth, noble truth of Buddhism. Yeah? Material exists. It's, a, it's all correct. You just have to add material. Yeah. Uh, they say existence is miserable. We just need to add material existence is miser miserable, suffering. And then uh, the root of misery uh, are desires, they say. We just need to add material desires. Material desires. And then to stop misery, the third truth, we have to stop desires. They say we just need to add material desires. And their fourth truth is very difficult to remember. Uh, eightfold path, proper meditation, proper behavior, proper thoughts, proper uh, everything. And so we, we just need to say bhakti. <laughs> trapped doing the good thing oh, you do you do the good thing your duty and it may backfire by producing material misery in effect right? in one word do it as a sacrifice for Krishna offer it to Krishna yeah? see this is for Krishna these are Krishna's children these are Krishna's this Krishna's family these are Krishna's devotees the Krishna's particles, and I'm doing this for his pleasure. Not for my pleasure, for his pleasure. Then, uh, it doesn't matter. If, uh, if it works nicely, that's his mercy. If it doesn't work nicely, anyway, it's sacrifice. So it's for his pleasure, not for my pleasure. So, no problem. Right? You're not frustrated. You will not be frustrated. So you offer everything to Krishna. Do it for Krishna. That's the, that's the idea. 516, Bhagavatam 516, Srila Prabhupada says, um, also Gita 13, 12, he says that family members are the natural object of one's affection. And 516, story of Priyarata, he says, affection is okay. <laughs> what is dangerous is attachment. 
so we see that in Kali Yuga we mistake. We think uh, that uh, I should not uh, be affectionate, to not be, to not be, to not have karma, have, to not have reactions. Reaction. You can see nowadays. You can see outside. India is very special, but outside you can see people have stopped uh, getting married. They don't have marriage. They don't have families. They don't have children. Right? And you can see it's very often. It's like they think, oh, it's it's too troublesome. They why? Because they see it's it's for my pleasure. And do they become happy? Not really. And. This is what Prabhupada, what surprised Srila Prabhupada. He came to New York and he had some disciple and his mother, the disciple's mother said, he asked, do they have, he was married, he asked, do they have children? And, and she said, he can't afford, they cannot afford children yet. She said, I thought America is a rich country. He said, in Kolkata, every uh, poor man has six children. <laughs> And here you are rich, you have no children because you can't afford children? How, how, how are you rich then? <laughs> what, is the, what, is, what is your wealth then? Where, where is the wealth? Yeah. <clears throat> so you see people outside, also they see, ah, it produces trouble. It doesn't, make, really them but doesn't really make them happy. So Srila Prabhupada says, affection is okay, because affection means you give. It means not for me, it's my service. And we are lucky if you know that there is Krishna. We are souls, they are souls, and there are some uh, higher rules. So I can do this for Krishna's pleasure as service, as bhakti, do everything. Prabhupada says in the Bhagavad Gita 1843, yes, that's uh, it's 43 or 46? 46, I think. 46. <clears throat> by one's work, you, wor you worship Krishna. By one's activities, you worship Krishna. Wor worship the Lord. So Prabhupada says there, you, you should see all activities as the duties given to you by Rishikesh. All my duties are given to me by Krishna, Rishikesh, because I act with senses. So he says, you see everything as given by the Lord of the senses. So if you see it's given by Krishna, and Srila Prabhupada has experience. Five children, so many years of family life, businesses, everything. Yeah, he, he did it himself. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> this is, uh, so in 516 he says that attachment is wrong. Atta and what means attachment? That I do and I expect to get something. But affection means I do as for pleasing Krishna, to do my service. You know, it's, it's, giving is no problem. Taking or being attached to, to get, 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 that's what makes us miserable. That's what creates suffering in the material world. <clears throat> so this is the supreme blessing. This is what we learn from the Bhagavad. And you can see the full Bhagavatam are stories of kings, families, dynasties, uh, kingdoms. Uh, they are not sannyasis. They are so many, they are doing so many things. They are very active. They do, you know, they do so many things. But they do this as service. And they, they are successful. So that's the idea. To learn to do everything for Krishna. And how do we learn? We read Srimad Bhagavatam. We hear Srimad Bhagavatam. We talk Srimad Bhagavatam. In Skanda Purana, just to conclude, Uddhava says that anybody 
who has listened to the glories of the Bhagavad anybody who has spoken about the glories of the Bhagavad anybody who thought about the glories of the Bhagavatam has will attain Krishna himself and his miseries will be dispelled miseries will be dispelled satisfaction guaranteed <laughs> if miseries are not dispelled read again uh, contact our representatives <laughs> get in touch with our representatives <laughs> and we'll see what's the <laughs> but we guarantee the quality of our products <laughs> Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srimad Prabhupada Ki Jai, Antarashtriya Krishna Bhavana Amrita Sangha Iskon Ki Jai, Vancha Kalpa Tarugit.